actually just playing with toys the other day sitting on the ground playing with some toys and it made me think about how how we used to play with actually play with toys i wasn't actually sitting on the ground playing with toys i was imagining that i was that's how far removed from playing with toys i am we have learned from the, the latest episode that you have quite the imagination when it comes to playing with toys and imagination we got we got lore now that's good but yeah i was sitting on the ground playing with toys <laughs> And uh, thinking about how I used to play with toys a lot. There was like trends, like people would come to school and be like, yo, check out this sick toy or wicked toy or whatever we used to say back in the day. Wow, you guys got really into it, huh? Yeah, it was like, you know, playing with a cool new new it thing. And then, uh, and then you know, I had to convince mom to buy it. Yeah, I think this is um, a good episode to talk about toy fads. Yeah. Toy fads. So we're not going to talk about the weather? No. Well, I love talking about the weather, but don't get me started on that right now. Okay. It's supposed to be 90 tomorrow here, like close to 90. So is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Celsius, that would be really bad. Yeah, that would be, that would be awful. So yeah, I actually took some (laughs) notes. I took notes for this one. Wow. Written notes. And then I'm like, what era are we in? We have computers now. I should have type this up but i didn't (laughs) same i wrote down on a notepad and yeah was writing like i was in school back in the day i feel like a journalist when i write notes on a notepad i don't know it just makes it more satisfying yeah i don't feel like a journalist i just feel like i'm trying to keep up with the teacher in school and write down everything they say so i can study later (laughs) it's not as fun as being a journalist (laughs) I, I'm going to start off and then we can go to Kyle's. My first thing are the virtual pets. Virtual pets? Virtual pets. So let me tell you my sources because I actually took notes from different websites. I read Sci-Fi Wire, a, an article called Parenting Like It's 1997, <laughs> Which Virtual Pet is the Best? Ooh. And of course, Wikipedia, because why not? Mm-hmm. The virtual pets are better known as Tamagotchi, Gigapet, or oh, Nano Pet. I yeah. was wondering because there's like virtual pets is it seems like a category, especially nowadays. You could have like VR pets and stuff. But yeah, so you're talking Definitely. specifically about those little little standalone games that had pets. Yes, they were a lot of times shaped like a little egg, a little tiny computer on a keychain that you had a little pet. Um, oh I call God. them virtual pets because things like Tamagotchi, Gigapet, and Nanopets are actually brands. They're not what all of them were called. And I was trying really hard this afternoon to figure out which ones I had because I started out with one. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that, but I had a little one that had three buttons on it. It was an orange egg and it was a dinosaur. And so <laughs> in my research today, I found out that that was actually a Tamagotchi. So that was one of the originals. The only ones I've actually heard of are Tamagotchis. I'll tell you, let me give you a little background information yes. on them. So Tamagotchi was released by Bandai, um, which is a Japanese toy company. 
in November of 1996 in Japan. And then in May of 1997, the Tamagotchi was released worldwide. So that's when they came to the U.S. And Tamagotchi is a combination of the words, which in English are egg and watch. So it was egg watch toy. Oh, okay. You see, I I call eggs Tamagotchi-shaped life vessels. But I see you call Tamagotchi-shaped things egg-shaped. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Never mind. Cut that out. That's fine. I don't know if I get that one. (laughs) (laughs) What came first? The Tamagotchi shape? Or the egg? Or the egg shape? (laughs) The egg shape. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Uh, In 2004, there was actually a new wave of Tamagotchi toys. They had the same backstory of being put there. They're small alien species that put this egg there for you to raise them on Earth. But oh. it is different artwork. Oh. So it's, it's like a new nostalgia toy. I have um, some questions. If you can keep going, though. Yeah, I'll finish up and then we can do a little bit of Q&A. All right. Um, so the, my, my first one that I remember and I loved was my little dinosaur Tamagotchi because it has three buttons on the bottom. It was shaped like an egg. If you were like me and in high school when Tamagotchis were really big, Although 97, I was in middle school, but I remember playing with them in high school and bringing them to people's lockers and like babysitting them when people had to take tests and stuff. Like we would pass around our Tamagotchi pets so that they would stay alive because you had to feed them. You had to do activities with them. If they pooped, you had to clean it up. Like you had to take care of these, these virtual pets. So we would definitely take turns watching each other's pets and hiding it and making sure teachers didn't see it. But sad story, they did get banned from schools where we grew up. Probably a lot of places in the United States, they got banned. Allergies? What? Because they have virtual allergies. Never mind. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, because they were a distraction. They, They got banned because they distracted people between classes you had to you had to constantly be checking up on them to make sure they didn't die and if they did die you had to start over from the beginning and you didn't get to see them live through their adulthood so a lot of teachers have those old tamagotchi from us and gigapets and nano pets the way did you get one confiscated i don't think i did i was pretty secretive about it i would go to my locker and open it just part of the way look in it and do whatever i needed to do (laughs) And then put it back. Or, you know, like I said, we had a a babysitting circle of people that would take each other's pets. So we tried to take good care of them. Unfortunately, once the rules came that we couldn't have them in class, I followed those rules. But it was a sad day. Mm. A lot of Tamagotchis probably died in the aftermath. Or the teachers just have a a stockpile of these Tamagotchis (laughs) that they're playing with still to this day and raising all of these little eggs to become adults. Okay. Who knows? The the Gigapet is is another virtual pet that was released by Tiger Electronics in 1997. So it was released around the same time as Tamagotchi. Um, It was a very big fad, so it was a way to make money, obviously. Um, they were made more readily available in the United States, and they were also a little bit cheaper than Tamagotchis. And in 1998, they made them so you could have multiple pets within one device. Holy so crap. it wasn't just 
your dinosaur or your cat or your dog. You know, it was a multiple pets that you could have. I didn't find much on nano pets, but they are basically a ripoff of both Tamagotchi and the Gigapets. Mm. Um, and I think that I also had a nano pet once I lost or my dinosaur died or stopped working. I don't know what happened to it, but I do remember playing with a nano pet as well. Mm. So that so, is my first toy. That's pretty cool. Was it like a game where you uh, you tried to keep your pet alive? What was the objective, I guess? The objective was just to see it into adulthood. I didn't find much on, <laughs> I don't remember about how long that takes or anything like okay. that, but it, it, the objective is just to make it grow up into the adulthood. And then okay. probably it doesn't need you as much. And you're just like, go off into the world adult. And then you get another baby. Oh, okay. And also so, if it died, you had to start from the beginning with another baby, but okay. you were known as a bad pet owner at that point. If your pet died, because <laughs> it okay. didn't last. Did they change? Did they change appearance as they grow up? Yes. Oh, I think neat. there was like a baby, a child, adult, and old. Oh. Different okay. stages. Different stages. You did see a difference. So it was like a tadpole. Um, then a frog. Then an old frog wearing a hat. I don't know. I made that up. Okay. So, it, so your friends would know next time they babysat your 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 gigapet that you accidentally killed it and had to restart. Well, yeah, we didn't keep it a secret. It was an emotional thing. <laughs> oh, no. We would tell each other. Okay. And how often did you have to maintain these pets? Is it like once a day or? I'm getting like Farmville vibes here where it's like you have to check in once every three hours to get the best. Oh, it was multiple times a day. Oh, um, God. According to Sci-Fi Wire, the nano pet was the worst to take care of that needed the most attention. Uh, but they definitely it was multiple times a day. They would cry in the middle of the night and you just hear this little beeping. Yep. Oh my God. That sounds awful. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about your first toy? Okay. First toy? Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Your, your first bad toy. <laughs> A bad that you... toy that I remember. I do not do as much research as you do. Uh, you get like the the stock options for the companies and stuff going on there, but uh, I ha- I remember Pokemon cards being very very popular. So I did a little research in 1996. Toshi Tajari Tajri. I don't know how to pronounce that. I have terrible handwriting and I don't know what letters I wrote down. So <laughs> Satoshi invented Pokemon and made a game, uh, Pokemon Blue and Red for the Game Boy and the anime came out the same year i think and i don't know what the purpose like i I don't know if they were like they'll they'll uh feed into each other people play the game and want to watch a show people watch the show and want to play the game and we'll have this big community but there was also a third part of it the pokemon cards and they actually had a game believe it or not pokemon cards are not just visual things I only looked at them as visual things. I would choose my favorites based on how cute they were. Yeah, that's that's how you play the games, actually. Pretty much. You're just like, this one looks good. And then it turns out to be the the one you use the most and therefore it's best. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to Virtual Pets, the, the game had you taking care of them, but by fighting other things, not, not cleaning up poop and stuff. Mm. Uh, a lot of violence in my childhood. Hmm. I think that's just a U.S. thing. 
Yeah, but basically, Pokemon cards, I, I had a lot. I would I don't even know how I got them. And I had, like, binders full of Pokemon cards and yeah. never used them. I think I tried to play the game once, and it was like, this is confusing. <laughs> so I probably didn't even, like, get around to trading them. I don't even know why I had them. I just did, just to show them off, I guess. And to let your sister go through them and choose which ones were the cutest. Yeah, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite things to do. Uh, and watch so, Pokemon, gotta catch them all. It's you and me. That's <laughs> uh, a classic. But yeah, so Pokemon is still around. Obviously, there's been tons of different different shows and different games. They're starting to finally get into like 3D games where you you actually walk around the world in in a realistic way, which is kind of neat. That um, is. Pokemon Go, you probably remember that. I played it. It was a really fun summer when that came out. We had a hotspot near us, so I would like watch from our house to see if the hotspot was active. And if it was, I would just go run to the to the hotspot, which was a park <laughs> near like a block away. And I just you there would be people all over the place, just in groups of people at this hotspot when it was active. Like someone would put one of those spells on it. <laughs> yeah. The poke stops. Yes. Uh, you put a lure there, I think. Lure, yes. Yep. But yeah. Uh, interestingly, too, Pokemon cards have had a huge resurgence in like the last like year or two. There's uh, Twitch streamers. I don't know if you know what those are. People casting video of them doing things such as playing video games, opening cards, possibly even doing things like. I've seen people going out to eat and streaming it for whatever reason. Pokemon cards, for some reason, resonated really well with that community. And there's tons of streamers now that just buy massive amounts of Pokemon cards and open them on stream. It's really weird. It was a it was a thing. Everyone had Pokemon cards. Everyone had the Pokemon game. We used to battle in the in the. We'd go outside for recess. They're like, go run around. You guys are too hyper. And we'd just sit there on our on our Game Boys playing playing uh, Pokemon with each other. Yeah, you had it on your Game Boy. I remember that. You had a surgery and then you got Game Boy with Pokemon. That's what I remember for some reason. Okay, cool. It was probably worth it then. And I I mean, Pokemon made such an impact in my life. Well, I was like Pokemon Go around that time that I went to Comic-Con as Jigglypuff. Do you remember that? Oh my God, Jigglypuff. Yes. I forgot. You, you, you had a big marker too, right? I had a big marker that I made into a, a microphone. Yeah. Okay. Did you actually <laughs> end up drawing on anyone's face? No. Okay. <laughs> you sound upset about it? No, it was a permanent marker. So I figured that was probably not a good idea. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, yeah. uh, that's polite. Yeah. So should I go on to my toy? My Well, my other fad thing or... Okay, sure. So my second fad isn't actually a toy, but it's something that all the cool people had in their bedrooms when they were a teenager, which is really cool phones, landline phones. So I had one that was a clear phone and I looked it up online because I was like, what, what was this? Was this a thing? And it's actually famous for being on the babysitter's club. And there's a remake on Netflix in 2020, The Babysitter's Club, and they have that same phone in this remake. So it is a thing that people like and want that was a fad. But yeah, it was a clear phone. You could see its skeleton inside. Oh, and it okay. lit up when it rang. 
So the clear phone was a fad or just clear things in general? The clear phone. Okay. And that's because it was in a, it, because it was in the movie or was it popular then put in the movie? You're asking too many questions that I didn't know. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't look that up. Did you get it because you saw it in the movie or just? I actually don't know how I got it. It was just in my room. That's all I remember. <laughs> I got a, I got a surgery and ended up with Pokemon. You just woke up one day and there's a <laughs> no, phone so there. There was a clear phone in my room. I'm like, this is pretty cool. It lights up. I don't remember how I got it. I think it might have been a gift. Okay. And then on top of that, I also had a uh, a slinky phone. So I traded I traded out my clear phone, which I did look up. Apparently, the clear phone. I found it on Etsy for like the called a vintage eighties unisonic clear phone and they are okay. selling for like almost $200. So they, they are worth some money, the vintage ones. So I don't know if it was from the eighties. I think mine was in the nineties, but they're, they're a thing. And then the slinky phone came out around 1999 and okay. there's not much on the slinky phone, but it was really cool. It was a slinky and it just had like a kind of look, it looked like a little miniature spaceship on top that could open and close and you open it. And there was like the, the numbers and stuff in there that you could dial and do cool things with. And it would also light up. It was like a neon green color and it would light up whenever it rang. Oh, neat. So uh, if you got a call, you didn't want, you just put, throw it down the stairs. Yep. Although back in that day, you wouldn't know if it was a call you didn't want because you couldn't see phone numbers on your phone. Well, I mean like you answer, I don't, how do you, the the UFO at the top, you said? Yeah. Did that open up? Like, a, I think I vaguely remember. Was it like a like a mirror, compact mirror case where it's like a shell, clamshell case, I think it's called? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but there wasn't a mirror inside of it. Okay. It had so numbers. Couldn't... Old phones also had a spot where you could write, like, the top phone numbers that you wanted to remember. <laughs> so they had numbers on one side, like, in, a, in the circle. And then on the other side, the top part of the shell, it just had where you could write your top phone numbers in it. Okay. So did yeah. you ever try putting it down the stairs like a slinky? No, because I liked it and I didn't want to break it. So <laughs> I huh. didn't do that, but I had actual slinkies as well. Slinkies okay. were another fun thing back in the day. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like there, the the sl- add slinky to thing that doesn't make sense as a slinky was a trend apparently because well the only other thing I can think of is that dog from Toy Story. Yeah, the slinky dog. Yeah, but that that probably was based on something in reality. Yeah, but it was cool because well you had to be stuck anyway. All the phones had cords to them, so you oh, had to be yeah. stuck anyway. So why not make it a fun slinky? Okay. Yeah? So then you could probably hear on the phone if they were playing with the slinky thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm sure it was <laughs> really annoying and really loud. Okay. And also the uh, the clear clear plastic with the electronics showing was a cool trend, too, that I totally wish would come back. They used to have, like, computers like that and everything. Yeah. There's um some gaming computers that probably have that still, but mm-hmm. it's such a cool thing. I love looking at the... Uh, the electronics and the the leads and stuff but uh especially nowadays it'd be way different because they use way more surface mount and tiny stuff like if you had a phone it would just be a bunch of dots with lines on it rather than like big parts not very exciting this yeah. one had like uh it had looked like it had a little slinky inside of it Whoa. it had like 
an earpiece with the foam and it was very colorful they made it so it looked very intriguing when you were looking at it okay did it get you interested in electronics no <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's honesty that's good i also remember vaguely that you could actually hear the people talking even if it was if it was hanged up hanged up hung up Home i think you form? are using a haunted phone oh my god like you cool. would hang up the phone and you could still hear people talking? Yeah. Like uh say Aunt B calls. And, oh yeah, great old Aunt B. <laughs> yeah. You know, the you know the one. Yep. And uh you, you, you pick up, you're like in in I don't know, you're in your bedroom and the phone rings. Also, that sucks. I I would hate having a phone in my bedroom. <laughs> I don't know how you dealt with that. They weren't very quiet, put, that's for sure. Oh God. And then you pick it up and you're like, hello. And Aunt B's like, hello, is your mom there? And you and and then mom picks up downstairs because she heard the phone ring. And then she's like, hello. And then you're like, oh, this is awkward. Uh Aunt B is here. Bye. And then you hang up. Mama always answered the phone sounding very worried. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I do nowadays. I pick oh. that up from her. <laughs> What am I gonna do? Someone um, called me. Yeah. So then, after you hang up, because it's like you're you're the second person in in a, you're not involved in the conversation. You don't have anything interesting to say to Aunt B. Then you could actually hear them talking very quietly. Um, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm thinking of a different phone. But I don't. I think maybe you didn't hang up the phone all the way. <laughs> Maybe maybe you, maybe you were eavesdropping, Kyle. Maybe you just wanted to see what they're saying. And so yes. you're like, oh, I hung this up. And then they're this like, is... what are you getting Kyle for his birthday? Oh, you know, I'm getting this. So you could hear mm-hmm. secrets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So what is, what's your uh, last choice right. of toy fad? Yeah, I have a couple, but they don't really know a lot about either of them. So Aunt B got me one for Christmas after she asked mom. It was a Bionicle. Oh. Huh, now you have to put that stupid conversation with Aunt B in the in the episode. Otherwise, this reference won't make sense. Uh, so yeah, Bionicles. They came in these like plastic cups, and uh, apparently they were based on like some kind of Pacific Island culture. I didn't know anything about the story. There was a story with like gods and brothers and little citizens on this island, and Matanui, I think it was called. And uh, there's these warriors that put on masks and had superpowers. It was actually a Lego spinoff. Lego Technic was a last mm. grasp from Lego to be stay relevant in the, the 90s. And it worked. And Bionicle sold like gigapets or hotcakes. I don't know. Whatever. They sold oh. well. Oh yeah. my God. Sorry, there's a cat. <laughs> Cats she, are so she, in she right now. She heard you say pets and she was like, me, pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember you playing with those and those cups specifically. Uh, I do remember them. They look like thermoses. Yeah, kind of. Uh, they were very thin, though. But yeah, they just had a really cool aesthetic. And and you could play around, change out their arms and and legs and stuff, make monstrosities. I don't know. It was like Legos, but longer, I guess. Yeah. Like more jointy. They look kind of like bugs. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I don't know if there was a TV show or what, but there was. They kept the the, the hmm. toy line alive for for like ten years. So okay. that's I don't popular. 
Yeah. And then the other one was, I don't have a lot to say about Bionicles. They were cool. I liked them. Uh, Beyblades. Do you remember those? Uh, you might have to refresh my memory. Picture this. I'm being kissed right now by a kitty. Okay, sorry. That's good. Go ahead with your story. All right, picture this. The The lights are dim. You're in like a, a warehouse. There's There's people in the shadows and they're murmuring. In the middle, there's a big bowl in the middle of the room. You walk up. The uh, the person is on the other side of this big bowl. And it's your enemy. It's your opponent. It's the person you're going to take down. Take out this plastic thing with a circle on it. Pull the string. Let it rip. And then the two tops attack each other viciously. And, and then, I don't know. I guess that was... That was the hmm. whole thing. It was battling tops. That gotcha. story, that story fizzled out. I didn't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, very dramatic. I was acting it out very much oh. in the scene with it. So mm-hmm. you did That's a good it. job of narrating, but then it, it definitely sizzled out. Sizzled. Yeah. I thought it fizzled, but whatever. That's fine. But yeah, they were battling tops. It was cool. Tops are cool, just inherently. That's just a cool technology. Is a top it's, like a thing that just spins with wings that come out like one of those fairies that spins as well? <laughs> that, I don't know if that would be a top. Uh, top, yeah, as far as I know, it's just a thing that spins. It doesn't have to have wings. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's it's on a, a central point and it's spinning and I don't know. Then uses, it flies. It uses physics. It flies? What? No, mine didn't fly. Oh, I think I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Were you thinking of those fairy Barbie things? Yes. <laughs> okay. I didn't Wait, have those. You pull a string. And then the top flies out and so lands in the bowl. you need to be bowl. on like a table. Oh, or a bowl. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. Just uh, tops are cool. Never enough things to do with tops. <laughs> and so they were like, let's, let's have them fight. And I guess that caught on. I don't remember that one as well, but I do remember your other two. Yeah, I had an arena too. It wasn't in a warehouse. I didn't keep it in a warehouse. I should have, but it was just like a little plastic bowl and you just put your two tops in there and I guess it was like whoever's top was cooler one. When you say tops, I think about like clothing tops, like a shirt or, <laughs> <laughs> or like a yep. bikini top or something. So this you is throw- like... A really th- weird conversation for me. <laughs> you throw your shirt into the ring and it starts punching the other shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. Weird. Yeah. I was into some weird stuff. Hmm. But it was a fad, you know? Yep. And there's certainly more where that came from. So maybe we'll mm-hmm. do another one in the future. So yeah, if you have any other nostalgic toys or anything that you remember as a child that you wanted to talk about or tell us a story about, or that you want to hear us talk about, write to us at weeksofourlives at gmail.com. Also, we do have the Instagram, weeks underscore of our lives. And like, comment, subscribe. And that's how um, fads and toys and all those trends helped make up the weeks. Of our lives. We would like to extend a thank you to all the sources we use today, and a thank you to Father and Mother Time for making weeks. Thank you to my amazing friend Karen Walsh for creating our theme music, and our amazing listeners for listening in. Make sure you like, subscribe, listen every week. Farnacle, Kachina, 
Have you ever seen them? We'd save our lives. <laughs>